everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team gets to join you live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. I have an incredible new guest with me again. And so if you are listening on Teach Better Talk, you may not know yet who this is. But if you're watching, I bet she is very familiar to you. Grab your cup of coffee. We'll be right back. Good morning. I have Natalia with me. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing great. It's actually morning, so it's pretty early. <laughs> I know. I love that this show is able to be a part of people's morning, get ready for the day. Maybe they're listening as they're you know, picking out their outfit or getting ready and driving to work. So, so many good things that we can do here. If, for, if our friends are tuning in this morning and they're not familiar with you, would you mind sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do in education? Of course, I'd love to. And thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Natalia Heckman. I work for Sidelitz Education. It's a, an educational consulting company. Um, I'm a former English 2 teacher. I'm the author of the book, Building Better Writers. And um, I'll, I'll, I'm so excited to meet you and answer some of your questions and hopefully use some, or share some of the things that may be helpful to educators really um, at pre-K through grade 12. Yeah, that is absolutely going to be a topic that our community is excited about. We're constantly thinking about how to reach more learners and especially with your background, plus the work you're doing now. Holy cow, I can only imagine that you have a lot to share. So if you were to explain a summary of your book that you wrote, which by the way, congratulations, writing a book, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, what do you feel like is the right summary for for what your book you know challenges at teachers to solve um well let me just start with a little bit of a background because i think it makes sense when i just share just a little bit of uh what i do and who i am um i'm a language learner and sidelets education is really well known for uh producing and pro uh, publishing resources and offering trainings with the resources for teachers of multilingual learners so I consider myself an English learner. I'm a multilingual learner. I'm Russian. That's my first language. Um, I came to the United States as an adult, but I still had to, you know, go through a very similar pathway that many of our students go through, especially if you have newcomers who are secondary newcomers in, uh, in, in your school, on your campus. So one of the challenges that uh, my students experienced, and I later on, I became a teacher. I taught English too for quite a bit. And I worked with um, students who were brand new to the language, brand new to the country. So they were learning just so many things at the same time. And of course, it was overwhelming. But the amount of grit and the amount of effort that they put in learning, it's really sometimes surprises all of us. It's just we're in awe of our students' effort. Um, but writing, per se, that language domain. So if we look at the language as a, a multifaceted multifaceted. Um, essence so it would be let's say like writing reading literacy pieces and then oracy of course listening and speaking so 
writing is uh, quite challenging and that is something that's being tested over and over and over again. Most of our tests are on paper. Um, so that's where, um, that's where the idea for the book came around. So we wanted to have a resource. I wanted to have a resource that gave some tools to English language arts teachers who have multilingual learners in their classrooms um, that explained a little bit how different it is to um, offer language support to multilingual learners as opposed to teaching English as an ELAR class to um, native speakers of English, because there are two different things. Of course, the ELAR, ELAR world and the ESL world or SLA world, second language acquisition world. So we just, well, I wanted to bring those a little bit closer together. So that's why this resource um, has, um, most of it is activities for students, but has some uh, research pieces that explains those differences. I love that your desire to bring perspective to teachers about their students, so we can better understand them, better support them, includes activities. Like that is everyone's favorite, favorite, favorite thing about picking up a good teacher book is not just conceptual ideas, but actual tactical things we can go do with students. So that is that is a huge win in my book. <laughs> Yes, and that's exactly where we started. So I always tell, like when we do trainings and uh, we, know, we don't just publish books, we provide trainings that come with the books. So I always say like, you guys turn the book to the side, look at this, this whole thing right here. Those are activities. The purple pages, those are sentence level games and activities and the orange ones, that's the composition unit. So for the most part, this is the, this is what you need to this is that's what this is what you'll be using on daily basis everything else but i still wanted to have um some of the part some of the parts of the book that like really explain why we're doing things a certain way i would never expect anyone to just pick up a resource and uh implement some things based on my personal you know, experience like just this is how things happen in one classroom and to be completely honest um as a teacher I knew some things that worked, but I did not know why they worked till I started doing the research for this book. And sure. These things that as teachers, we're so, we want to know why, why is it a certain way? Why do I do it this way and not maybe something that sounds good too? Can I just do it differently? And we'll say, well, that's absolutely, we can do many things differently, but the result might be completely different from what you expect. So. I love this. If you are watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or LinkedIn, you can see her book. But for those of you listening on the Teach Bear Talk podcast, I want you to know this is a pretty thick piece of support. And about half of it is what she's showing us is activities and different lessons. I'd say like the other half is where you share those stories, that data, that research. And I think educators that want to do things well often first look for the quick fix, right? What's the activity? And then as they see success, many, many, many of us are like, okay, why did that work? Right now I'm, now you got me hooked, right? So I love that you're able to provide so many different types of support for educators, depending on what we're interested in, what we have time to dive into and the types of people that we have in our classroom. So Natalia, this sounds amazing. Give us the title of your book in case anyone missed it early on in our conversation. The book is titled Building Better Writers, and it says on the cover that it's for ELAR teachers of multilingual learners in grades three to, through 12. 
So it's um, it's really starting early on. Uh, There's so many things that you can do with students who are just learning uh, to write, but then it extends into um, longer pieces at the paragraph and the composition level. So it can support your learners throughout their journey um, into the language, into literacy. Ugh, Natalia, I'm loving this conversation. We will be right back to continue this incredible content. Teach Better Today morning show where we're able to join you live, be a part of your morning, and hopefully give you some new people to connect with, add to your PLN. We definitely have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful teacher and educator consultant doing so many things, good things in the field that you should continue to connect with. Natalia, as we are reflecting on the Teach Better family, I think our community here is constantly looking for a few different things. One is resources, which holy cow, you absolutely have access to. I love that you're able to put such great insight into the world. The other thing is, as you're headed into your day, maybe you're listening to this podcast while you're getting ready for your students to come into your classroom, a lot of things that our educators are looking for is little things that they can keep in mind as they head into their day ahead or as they head into their week to be a little bit better in you know the variety of areas we can as educators. So if you were to give our community maybe a quick tip or a quick strategy or a quick food for thought that they should be thinking through, where would you like to direct them today? Now, um, and this is not necessarily a strategy, but it's maybe just a perspective. Uh, so I would like to share that very often, and educators are so hard on themselves. So this is something that uh, we are the wor- our own worst critics, and that's true. So let's say that you, and I'll, I'll give an example. Um, let's say you taught your students to um, form past tense. So there's some irregular verbs, or you add ed. So you had a lesson, um, and then you practiced maybe some. You applied, you used some of the exercise, maybe you played the game. Um, then you offer independent writing practice, and your students still miss almost every single verb is not in the past tense. So you're mm-hmm. just start second guess yourselves. And that's something that is so common. Well, in language acquisition journey, there are some things that cannot be controlled by the learner. And that's where that research piece is so important. You can wake up in the morning and say, okay, today I'm going to use every single verb correctly in the past tense. It just doesn't, it's not going to happen. So there's always an, um, there's that natural pathway of language acquisition where some things just happen when they happen and they do not care when, what your curriculum says. So when the learners are ready, they will uh, use that form correctly. But it does not mean that we should not be teaching it and supporting our learners. So they're really uh, knowing that, knowing that it's not that I taught it incorrectly or that's not that my kids are not trying because there are certainly... Um, there's certainly more than that. 
Uh, and that's an example. So they're they're just having the realistic realistic expectations, knowing that languages for different learners develop differently. And there's some things it's not a straight line. It does not um, rely on effort alone. There's some things that we really as learners cannot control. So things like that um, give I think give educators a peace of mind, saying, "Hey, we are we are doing." Um, we are working on that and that's going to take time and especially if it's writing domain um, relies on so many different skills that have to be carefully orchestrated and automated where the students are co comfortable writing eventually. So things like that are just addressed in the resource from the language acquisition perspective. Uh, but also just simple concept that in order for us to become better writers, we need to write more. We need to have those meaningful writing opportunities that very often um, lie outside of the workbook or the worksheet. That is not something that might be necessarily uh, building our skills if we, it can be done in a, that meaningless, mechanical kind of rote way. So that's why there are so many activities that help learners or help us as teachers to create that communicative context where we uh, create a situation, for example, where this particular language form is used and then give students the opportunity to play through it in that in that uh, in the more of a fun way using that form. So trying to get away from the worksheet or workbook as much um, or maybe just if you choose to add some more fun activities to your classroom, that's where that's where this resource uh, lies. I love those two uh, things to keep in mind for students. And this is all students, regardless of the types of students that sit in your classroom today, thinking through not only how to bring in real world application, those engagement strategies that are beyond the content teaching, but actually applying the information, seeing where it fits. And then also remembering that, you know, every hiccup does not mean that we necessarily did something wrong. As teachers, we're constantly you know, like, oh, today was so tough, when in reality, it was really just one student and one specific class that we had that, you know, gave us a, a more challenging day. And we need to celebrate those wins, celebrate those positives. We're not looking for perfection from students. We're looking for growth. What amazing strategies we can think through today. Nat Natalia, do you mind giving us how we can stay connected to you? I want to make sure our community connects with you on social media, gets to know you as a person and continues the conversation. And also, of course, those educators listening that are interested in your books and resources can go over and hopefully grab those as well. Um, I've been pretty active on Twitter. So I learned how to use Twitter during the pandemic. And I know so many people now are switching to different platforms. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to learn something new. OK, <laughs> but uh, Twitter is um, Twitter is probably the best way to stay in touch. And it's at Natalia ESL. Um, I'm, Facebook is also have professional Facebook, Natalia Heckman. Um, I do stay in touch pretty much with uh, anyone who is using the book to offer support. Um, so yes, please reach out. And that's I also have a blog um, that I keep. Well, you know, I missed a couple of um, couple of play uh, parts there where I try to post almost every um, uh, try to post almost every month or so. But there is a blog that I that I have that you can also follow along with. 
That would be wonderful. I want to encourage everyone here to continue to grow their PLN, their professional learning network, get to know the people that are a part of your circle of learning and continue to keep the Teach Better family in mind. If you are looking for something and you just can't seem to find it, we can probably connect you with somebody who has at least a starting position for you. Natalia, thank you so much for joining the conversation and being a part of our Teach Better family. We're so, so glad to officially have you in it. It's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for inviting me. So fun. For everyone else, we hope you have an amazing day. Please reach out if you need anything. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. (laughs) The comments are always so entertaining. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. 